I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And today, comedian David Quirk. Hello, David. Hello, folks. How how is everyone? Good. How was Mel? How was the Melbourne Festival? You've just done weeks of, you know, finessing and honing your craft ahead of bringing it to Sydney, the nation's second biggest city. Um, how does it feel? Yeah, officially now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um, personally, I can't believe that a lot of the comedians just, I think, on Monday went straight up to Sydney to sort of think about that and get that started. I can barely imagine that. Mm. Um, I am. Just like the dust has settled, and I'm, I don't know. It's, it feels, you know, the circus leaves town, and it's quite, it's weird, and it's desolate, and it's brilliant. You know, mm. it feels good. The run was good. Yeah. And so, what you did? What twenty shows? Twenty five shows or something? Did you? Twenty, 20 odd. I said all the other mm. comedians on Instagram are saying they did twenty two shows. So I must have done twenty two, but I wasn't mm. counting. Right. Mm. Uh, and, I lost. And I lost interest in that. Would you say you were funnier yeah. now than you were a month ago? Uh Yes, yes, I would. Um, the show—I'm the first to say the show. I don't think hit the ground running. Um, a lot of the other comics had um, had the benefit, uh, the privilege, maybe even of doing their shows in your Adelaides and mm. your Perths. Yes, I my mine. I didn't do that. My first festival was Melbourne, which is not ideal. No. And uh, so, yeah, I, I thought I knew what I was doing, but it really took. A good week or more before I started to go. Oh, wait a minute! You know what I mean? I, maybe mm. I do know what I'm doing now. I've so often heard it said that gr- the, the, the 20, 22 dates in Melbourne are a merely a, a sort of warm up for your shows at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Oh yeah, for those two dates, mm. it takes twenty two yeah. just to make sure you've got it in tip top condition. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to um, wear myself out for a month just so and then have a couple of weeks break. So it's like a, the the biggest run up of all time mm, for mm. for the ultimate sprint, which is um, Sydney. Well, your show yeah. couldn't have been more underprepared than Daniel Kitson's show in Melbourne. I I don't know whether you uh, saw his show. He was charging only twenty bucks for his show because he I know the bastard. He hadn't written anything. Hmm. And then he I, uh, yeah. Did you say yeah, that? yeah. It's good you bring him up. I um, I saw him. I know Daniel Kitson a little bit these days, mm. and he, I, he loves to drink coffee. Mm. Um, sure, like properly. Like that's all. Doesn't mm. no doesn't make booze, does he? No, he doesn't. Mm. It's always daytime catch ups with that man. But he said um, on day one of speaking to him when he arrived in Melbourne, he said, "I've got nothing." This is in a text mm. message. I've got nothing at this mm. vessel, and I wrote to him. Not trying to kiss his ass too much, but I said I thought it's true. I said, uh, "Well, your your nothing is another person's solid gold," mm. oh, um, Archie, which Archie I think most sweet. people would agree. Mm. I would agree with that. But it yeah. was, I, I saw his show, and it was not nothing. Um, he some yeah some some great great stuff in it, but um, charging twenty dollars does the rest of us no favors. No. Exactly. Yeah. And, traitor. I mean, we're here to promote your show, but I think you've reminded everybody that Daniel Kitson's show 
uh, which might have gone by the time people listen to this, um, would be is a very good investment, very good value for money. Um, it is. So yeah, it's nice, nice of you to promote another artist, David. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think like he that. could use the help. You mm. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But his whole thing was, oh, I'm just going to work it up so that by the time I get to Edinburgh, it will be yeah. good. Is he bringing it back for us next year? Do we get to see the finish or are we just the out-of-town tryout? Where's the respect, Kitson? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was still, yeah, it was an hour and a half long. Yeah. So you get, not only do you get, you get nothing, but you get it for a solid amount of time. For a self-indulgent extent. Yeah. That's fantastic. No, no, there was some really great stuff in it. That's annoying though, isn't it? Someone who has done no preparation, Mm. um, Mm. blathers on for an hour and a half Mm. and yet, in there is so much brilliance. And this is my experience of watching Daniel Kitson, even when he mm. doesn't prepare. It's just it's just really infuriating. I just listen to what his mind produces and go, well, fuck comedy. I, this mm. is, you know, why do I even play in this world? This is this is it's, not for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he did do a lot of quite a bit of written stuff that you could tell he had, did have prepared, but you know. Oh, so he lied he lied about it. Okay. He's oh. a He's an out an outright liar, yeah. Oh my god. He um, but he yo the the crowd work is woo, you know, just mm. him. But yeah, we don't have to talk about him any longer. No, no. Let's on. let's. Uh, so what have you been thinking about? Um, I love this room you're in, by the way, guys. It's very sparse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we've set up our own podcast network. It's called Iconoclast. Um, <laughs> right, right. And this is going to be the studio. Yeah, but but we, we haven't, haven't we haven't signed the lease. No, on, so we're sort on, of but we're able to access it and sit in yeah. it with microphones. So just just to describe the scene, we're, we're we're sitting uh, in we've got fairly fancy microphones in front of a, a completely bare bookshelf. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's miserable. Yeah. It's a miserable space. No, and it goes horrible. Sort of suits it suits you guys mm. in some. Mm. Backwards way. Yeah, the, the, the comedy yeah. cupboard is bare. Well, this is all our awards that we've won <laughs> yeah. over the years. <laughs> There's nothing nothing at all yeah, in the background yeah. of the it's shop. Like some, yeah. it, it looks like illegal or like <laughs> like if Breaking Bad was a podcast or we're, something. But you know? we're actually squatting. I mean, technically speaking, even yes. though they know we're here, the people who, who run this, we don't have a lease. We're just sitting in an empty office mm. um, stealing government-owned resources, really. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um, well, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well, it in, is. in New South Wales, that's basically how you get ahead. You yeah. Just, you just steal from the government. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ever since the no, Rum good. Rebellion. So, so David. Sorry, sorry, guys. You were asking me a question. I oh, know. Right? Tattoos, I, I gather, are, are a theme in this new show of yours, Cobra. Oh, And yes. I've never had a tattoo. C- convince me I should, David. Convince me that what I need is permanent ink in my life. No, you don't. Um, the show... It, it touches on tattoos, probably because you've seen the poster, the bold photo with my shirt off. Yeah. Mm. Um, You're looking pretty yeah, look, good for a, for a man who's been in the game a while, David. Impressive. Yeah, look. I Kitson doesn't have to... his shirt off. Kitson doesn't do a shirt off photo, does he? <laughs> That's why he sells no, so nor, many tickets. Nor should he. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Uh, I My partner just said, I said, I think the show's going to be called Cobra and I've got this stupid Cobra or the tattoo of the word. Had I thought there's only one way to show it and mm. so I had to take my shirt off and I also thought at 42 years old I might never look that half decent again so mm. I might as well take a photo of it mm. yes. but yeah it's very non-comedy sort of photo <laughs> but I think that's I think I'm very non-comedy did, so did you helped. train like did you sort no, of get a bit I, I, I skateboard a lot mm. I ride a push bike I, I have been trying to do some you know I do push-ups that's yeah. the symbol for push-ups on zoom yeah, yeah nice yes. that sort of stuff but no I'm I'm just uh, I, I guess I eat all right, guys. You mm. know, 
But yeah, should you get a tattoo? Um, absolutely not. I say it. I say at the end of the show, it's a poor, it's a poor way for one to express themselves. Is the tattoo? Mm. Um, I never had a tattoo until I was well into my thirties. So I feel like you're free to make some silly choices. Were, were you aware? 30. Were you aware when you went into the tattoo salon that it's mm. possible to have a picture of a of a cobra instead of having the word written? I'd, I'm curious about the choice. Mm. It's certainly unconventional, really. I mean, many people would have got the word written in Chinese, I suppose. Um, yeah, but you just got the word, the, the word on on I, one pectoral. I it, well, if you see the show, uh, it will be it'll be revealed why I um, because it's a word I always say. Mm. The whole show is about the, the cobra. To me, is um, it's all explained in the show, but it talks about uh, uh, it's like a term of endearment for like a tough idea of um, normally sort of masculine things, but. Um, yeah, so I, the word, and since I use words all the time, don't mm. we all? I thought it, they're just—it's better than a picture. The picture of an actual. Oh, I see. That, that's like oh, that's like old school bulldust. So I I just thought the word is funny, and it also was free as well. I'd like to point that out. Uh, I was at a wedding, sort of a bit of a punkish wedding, where they were there was a tattooist giving free tattoos. That's amazing. That's so that's idea. when I got it. I doubt I'd have the tattoo. I would never pay money for that. Mm. I agree. I'm I, gonna I'm gonna hire that tattooist to do my next kid's party. That's a very good idea. You should. Yes. I can put you in touch with him. Yeah. Okay. Maybe what I need, inspired by you, is a tattoo of the word tattoo, <laughs> and just as a that's, label. Yes. It's, mm. Yeah. The, it's meta. That's good. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Tattoo. Yeah. There, <laughs> okay. There's no doubt. Permanent tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I can perhaps write. Yeah. Um, that's funny. It, yeah. Look, because my brother's got a lot of my brother's a lot cooler than me. My brother's a, like uh, an artist and much a painter, more successful, much more successful, yeah. and and he's, he's sort of funnier. He's as got well. he's actually yeah <laughs> he's actually better than me in, in every dimension. Yeah. Uh, and he has tattoos, many tattoos. He got a tattoo for each of his children when they were born, for mm. his wife. Just you know, his his body tells a story in tattoos. Yes. Whereas my body has no stories to tell. Mm. Mind you, if you were ever wanted for murder, yeah. it would be much easier to identify your brother who, yeah. if he was on the lamb because yeah. he'd have all these tattoos that you can't erase, whereas you can just anonymously, you know, go into the crowd and never be seen. What? Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's true. You're, you don't want to be marked. That's a yeah. nice way of saying I'm entirely indistinguishable, <laughs> but, which is true. It also means that if you ever turn up dead in a ditch... It'll be very hard to tell whether it's That's you or not. That's why I have to get the tattoo of tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll you'll just be one of those anonymous deaths, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. In a mass grave. Or yeah, something. Pa- pasty white man. Well, that could yeah, be anyone. It could be any any yeah. murder victim, really. Mm. So, yeah. David, are you, are you a are you a full time Melbourneian these days? Are you? Yes, you're yeah, there for the long haul. Um, even sometimes against my will, but yeah, I'm from country <laughs> Victoria, is where I grew up. And moved to Melbourne because I'm from northeast Victoria. Grew up in the bush, I suppose. You know, the, you turn 18 or so, you start to think about where you might move or what yeah. you might do. And I guess Melbourne was the closest town, and mm. so I moved here and sort of lived here since I think 1999. Wow! But yeah, I would love to to live elsewhere now or something. But um, no, I'm happy here. I think it's a good city. I mean, it's a good in, town in terms of comedy, Hell of a town, world class city. It's you know? kind of the only place. To do comedy in Australia, isn't it? There's not really any other viable place to base yourself. No. I'm very jealous of um, like a lot of the folks that have come out of Brisbane, which is should, should is quite amazing. You know, your Sam Campbells, your mm. Greg Larson's, your Damien Powers. Is it is the amazing uh, bit that they got out? 
Is that what I you're getting at? Uh, no, the, the getting out makes sense, but I think it must being the t- kind of town that Brisbane is, it's mm. unlike Melbourne, must sort of breed, sort of hone the, the, the weirdness can be honed into something mm. hardened. And the know? rage, the rage that those comedians manage to access surprisingly mm. easily. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, also Sydney, um, I'm a huge fan and friend of John Crookshank. I don't know if you know him. No, there's, there's no comedy scene in, in Sydney at all. I've never heard of him because... It's just the way it works. You can do comedy in Sydney and move to Melbourne. Don't you? Why, why didn't we do that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't well, I'll, I'll see him next year at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably the place to see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, wait till he comes back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, don't leave the house to pay money to, to go and see a comedy, comedy show. Well, you wouldn't find – you'd stumble on one by accident, but you certainly wouldn't find out about it any other way. I, see, I didn't realise until this conversation <laughs> that you could go out at night because I'm from Sydney. I'm, I've lived here my whole life. So no, you <laughs> – so is there? I didn't realize. So, so what happens in Melbourne? You, no, you, you go out no, at I, night in, in Melbourne. You can finish work for the day. Yeah, and you, you don't even have to go straight home. Right, you can actually go out. and You might be able to mm. see a film or yeah. go and have dinner. Oh, and yeah. I, I forgot you guys can't do that. I no, no, yeah. are, are the streets you, illuminated you, in Melbourne? Like, <laughs> do you just yeah. bump into cars? You've and the, you guys have got the roving death squads, don't they? don't you at night? Mm. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. Yeah, I've never sorry, been out. I've never been outside at night. You would know. I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe they're illuminated. I, I, I think there's lockouts that begin at 5 p.m., aren't they? <laughs> that every venue locks you yeah. out. Yeah, after right. There. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. unless yeah, it's yeah, Maryvale. Right. I did forget. Yeah, I think you're allowed, as long as it's owned by Maryvale, I think there are some sort of exceptions. For, okay, yes, yeah. That makes sense. I think the festival that I've been seeing on, that I'm apparently even booked to do is is pretend, isn't it? It's yeah. fake. No, it's, it's a really good. See, the thing is, mm. Melbourne came up with a, a world renowned. International Comedy Festival mm. uh, and had a model where it was open, anyone could run, have a show and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of shows. That's one way to do a festival. Sydney, of course, waited and mm. got it right. Yes. Where it's run by one company yes. that owns all the venues pretty yes. much. And so that's Shh. why, that's why, no, this is a good, this is a good thing. You only yeah, get, rather than having to do 20 days and, you know, having the whole problem of, of having a run and people's, you know, there's word of mouth and by the final week you're selling out and there's a lot of excitement. Do you, do you think it's, do you, is it actually, this is interesting. All, all That's the aside, Melbourne way that... of doing it. The Sydney way of doing it is, well, there's just two gigs mm. in your case. Most mm. people do one to two gigs. Yeah, I'm doing one. And if yeah. you if you get to it, yeah. great. Yeah. But if not, then yeah, it the doesn't company's, matter. company's rented the room to someone else tomorrow night. So yeah. you can you can tell as well as you like, but no, there's definitely no momentum. Mm. That's that's a superior way. I think it's it's vertically okay, integrated, no, isn't yeah. it? Okay, I, it's like Apple. Given the given the high levels of sarcasm that have already happened in this chat, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Or <laughs> well, I cannot. The, tell. I mean, t- <laughs> look, it, it seems to me a little bit of a frustrating model. However, they've actually yeah, yeah. managed to create a thing called the Sydney Comedy Festival that apparently makes enough money to continue to exist. So mm. perhaps it's a genius idea. Perhaps it's the only possible way to. Have anything in Sydney that that runs more than once without going broke? Is I by don't the know. Yeah, company I don't know running the, the whole thing. The machinations. I don't know. Well, this but is I, certainly an amazing glimpse behind the magician's curtain of the Sydney well, comedy business. I, th- scene. I think both David and I are a little bit too scared to comment. Yeah, to be honest. Can, <laughs> like it's sort of a. I, I think know, I did one do, show. We, do, we also can't com- comment negatively because oh, someone they're, they're doing it. It's the only know, game in town. Yeah, Look, and exactly. full credit to them for having the only game in town. Well, there was there was that brief period in Sydney about. 20 years ago where there were two competing That's right, there were comedy two, festivals. two competing ones. Which was yeah. hilarious. And there was... And right. They, what, what, what was the other one? There was One was called the... Was it Just for Laughs or something? Or? Well, it was Just for Laughs oh, had a right, Sydney yeah. branch, but then there was another one 
at the same the, time. Called, it was called, I can't what it's called. The Cracker. Cracker, that's right. Cracker, the comedy, cracker comedy Festival. Festival. Oh, and they, yeah. And they, yeah. it was, I mean, actually a dear colleague of, our, colleague of ours, I think, did the Cracker Comedy mm. Festival, wasn't it? John Pinder. John Pinder, who was the founder of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. Yes. and That's right. And um, he the booked great man out. did, uh, the, didn't he? He, I never went to it, but the the, the world's funniest island. Yes, the world's yes. funniest island so with the world's booked. worst ferry service. Apparently, no. And yeah, so yeah. He booked. I mean, it was it was a front page news because he booked yeah. Cockatoo Island, and then no, it, it no, was. he forgot. He I think he forgot to book the ferry service or something. Right, and right, so right. it was a bit like Fire Fest before Fire Fest. Yeah. Because um, it, 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 went comp- it went spectacularly bust. I mean, it was the world's funniest island, but the joke was on the audience, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was a wonderful dreamer and entrepreneur and he's given the world many – we, we love him. Yeah, definitely. He passed away. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was yeah. a magnificent man, but that wasn't one of the administrative highlights of his long and successful life. Yes. Um, no, no. So have we, have we offended everyone? Have, have I managed to ensure I can never get a gig at the Sydney Comedy Festival? I think so. I think so. Mm. But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You Mind know. you, so do, you is, ever, do you ever do Adelaide, David? Yeah, I've done Adelaide numerous times, especially in my early days of doing the festivals. Mm. I think I did it in the – must have been 2021 was the last time I did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's always um, it's always a mug's game. Because I love, I love Adelaide. That's where that's my yeah. favorite festival because it's so beautiful. It's just yeah, it's so beautiful and people really come out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Melbourne, you know, it has its festivals and Sydney does well, and they're both pretty amazing places. But I don't think any city in Australia can touch that level of sort of things going on. That's the thing. They save it all up for one month, or February, or whatever. Yes. It is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a very efficient wild, system. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. And Sydney, Sydney, by contrast, saves all of its energy up for one night. It's just literally we only have New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. That's and it. And then right. you're and exhausted then, for 364 yeah, days. Yeah, yeah certainly right. too, yeah, too tired to go to a recovery. comedy. Recovery. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the firework budget, I mean, it must really ruin the rest of the year, I suppose. Well, the, yeah, co- the, the cocaine, cocaine budget. budget yeah, yeah, it's, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's what you mean by fireworks. Yeah, sorry. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. David, I must say it's been a while since I oh, it's been a while since I saw your saw one of your shows, but I've loved the ones that mm. I've seen. Thank um, you so much. You are you are a spectacular, spectacular comedian. Um, Thank you. I didn't expect that. No, I, just got up a, from, it, I just got up from a sleep before. So, I've, I've know, talked to a few comedians uh, this week who, whose shows I haven't seen at all ever. Hmm. And so it's nice to have someone on the podcast who I can actually feel comfortable in saying if you go and see the David Quirk comedy uh, experience, you'll go away happy. Hmm. Thank you so much. No, that's nice. I we I was told, no, come, come and see the show, free tickets. Um, 
Free tickets for all. That <laughs> sounds like a terrible business. <laughs> You've made it this far don't, into the podcast. No. I'm no, not going to make enough pay, money anyway, definitely. Pay the man. Pay the, he's got it. Well, I mean, he did get the tattoo for free, to be fair. Mm, yeah. You should just do yeah. the Daniel Kitson thing and next time not write a show but then heavily discounted and see how that goes for I wonder you. if that would work. Just quickly, I'm sure you want to wrap up by the mm. sounds of it, even though I thought you wanted to talk about some sort of news thing today. Oh, oh we, we did, but it wasn't communicated to us what the story <laughs> was. But yeah, by all means. Yeah. Um, no, well, just I just want to talk about um, in terms of um, Kitson and his the way he can promote himself, which I think stands alone. One that stands out to me is Sam Campbell, if you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was selling out a 400-seat venue nightly here and then mm. moved to the Athenaeum Theatre, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Mm. Um, but, he, for example, the way he markets himself, it's outrageous. It's in Edinburgh. He was His poster, try and picture this if you don't know, his poster was a full-bleed image, a photo of himself and the reviewer Steve Bennett from Chortle, the mm. comedy the comedy English yeah. comedy um, website, and no text. Oh, no text. No text at all. No text. That was his post. <laughs> yeah, just you had to know who it was. Yeah, and just yeah. just you know, and Google he won yourself. The award. He won the main award with the poster like that, and it's just like you know, it's very. I thought I would see him as a comedy sort of nerd, but he's actually a comedy punk genius. That's or bloody something. irritating. I must say that level of success. it is irritating. Yeah, it's, I don't I've like got that. text on mine. I've got times. I've got dates. It's oh, it's so weak. Mm. That's very no, 2022, David. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah to, I had to be able to tell you. That was very last Okay, but year. regarding regarding news, um, mm. there's all sorts of things that are close to my heart, but I thought I'd, I'd bring up something that I read today that sort of oh, found yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Please. read The Guardian? Yeah. Can you see this? Do you know what that is? Oh, I do you know what article? that is. Yep. 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 That's a fantastic story. What is it? Charles doesn't know this story. Tell tell Charles. Well, it's just that, okay, um, Charles, here we go. The only Australian with a role in King, Charles, King Charles's coronation is from Wangaratta. Yeah. Where most people don't know him. I found it interesting because uh, I'm 45 minutes. I grew up 45 minutes from Wangaratta. Oh, Wang, yeah. The Wang. Him. Yeah, my dad lives right near Wangaratta. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, as and then it goes on to say, Simon Abney Hastings, the 15th Earl of Luton, Luton <laughs> will be the bearer of the Great Golden Spurs on 6th of May. But that doesn't cut much ice in the town where Nick Cave grew up. Which damn, is true. Damn straight. <laughs> Apparently, there's and a theory, so, I believe, I don't know if it says so in the article, David, but there's a theory that this man who lives in, you know, from regional Victoria is actually the rightful king in sort of Game of, Game of Thrones way because there was a there was a bastard yeah, what, somewhere back the in the lineage. Called, what are the descendants of, what are they called? The um, Oh, there's a word I had to look up. Where is it? Well, sorry, guys. I feel like I'm really blowing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's, no, this reminds this me. Is where of, Plan, this reminds me of Daniel Kitson. George show. Plantagenet. Mm. Plantagenet. Yes, yes, yes. Plantagenet. Yes. So I had to look that up. It's like some like 11th century sort of stuff. Isn't yeah, it? They got, I think they got killed off, but then they've yeah, got, right. clearly got some descendants living in rural Victoria. And if you were a royal, a genuine royal, you would live in regional Victoria, where you could probably hunt on the sly and. <laughs> Get some pheasants. It's making me laugh, but um, I find it really quite wild. No one in the town even knows him. No, like he's just what but, the hell? So yeah. he doesn't go around because if I was an, is he an earl? Is that what he is? Yeah, Apparently. He, he's an earl. He is, right, he is an earl. I would insist on everyone, you know, addressing me my by my proper title. Like you know, you go and pick up the sun, Herald Sun. You go, please, your royal you know, highness. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me 
Sir, or I don't know yeah, what they call yeah. Earl, but you know, yeah, your royal cold, highness, cold. your grace, probably. I don't know, your grace. But imagine the notion of of being a genuine yeah. royal of some sort, or possibly even the rightful king, mm. and living in a in a rural place outside of the UK, mm. and just shutting the fuck up. Imagine if Prince Harry had that idea. <laughs> you know, it's a yeah, genius yeah, concept. Exactly. Mm. exactly, and also as. I found it took me years growing up there. We were my parents, they had to go to a big shop. You would drive to Wangaratta, you had to go to the Kmart or whatever. Mm. And we all called it Wang. Well, the only famous person from there, which is mentioned in this article, is Dean Woods, who was the champion cyclist. Oh, um, he, he, he died recently. But then I found out later in life, probably 15 years ago, that Nick Cave got kicked, expelled from school at 13. And he rightly knows it's an absolute shithole. Mm. I also know that. It is a shithole. So it is amazing that this, I don't know how he's ended up there, but I love. Well, I think probably property, property. property prices. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, isn't that yeah. the only reason yeah. people move to Wangaratta? Apparently. Probably moved there during COVID, which is what they, they did. It which, says here he's the only Australian to play an official role in the coronation of King Charles yeah. III. And something mm. involving yeah. golden spurs, which sounds bizarre. Like mm. Cowboy Wild West. But maybe you should get it him does, on the podcast. Yeah. We should probably get him on the oh, podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. What a great idea. I'll, I'll have a word to him for yes, you. Yes, thank if you. If you can put the, the word out through the Wang, you know, network. Mm. Yeah. And so does that mean, you, do you know Nick Wang Cave? Wang Facebook group, yeah. Do you know, yeah. know Nick Cave then? Did you I've, grow no, up No, I do not know him. No, oh, damn. Yeah, right. He used to go into the skate shop I used to work in, but no, I can't speak to that. Oh, sorry, sorry to end on a sour note, guys. Yeah, that's that's. I kind of, I kind of wanted you on the podcast because I thought you needed a cave. That's like <laughs> as much as I, I genuinely did enjoy. I think I've seen you two or three times before and enjoyed them all. It was yep. just sort of it a was Nick, the Nick, it was cave the Nick Cave thing, thing. Yeah. Yeah. and the Royal Connection, okay. obviously. And and, and, and the Royal you, Connection. I had you with a Nick Cave. Yeah. 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 Despite oh. that, I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous and say, despite the lack of Nick Cave, um, you know, exclusive information, still go and see David Quirk's show, Cobra. 6th, 7th of May at the Sydney Comedy Festival. And if you're lucky, he'll reveal his tattoo, not of a cobra, but of the word. Uh, yeah. I think I think that's well worth the price so of So you, you, you flash it because it's on your nipple. Yeah, look. look. Free the nipple. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit, that's hot. There you go, guys. That's it's worth what are you, for me. That's, that's worth more money than Daniel Kitson charges, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for I hope being they embalm me and someone stands me up like at the end of all this, you know, mm. like uh, oh, weekend yeah. of Bernie's. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's, it's been erotic. It's good having you on. Thanks, David. Uh, I'll see you during daylight hours in Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the only option. Our <laughs> uh, gears from Road, we're part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next time. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.